0: What is up, everybody? Back again. This is a fan section short that we're bringing to you, me and Tyson. Tyson is finally back we with me. We are back together. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, like we said, this is a fan section short, uh, giving you more content. This one I think is going to be pretty exciting. We're going to go in-depth on uh, what happened to the Ten- Tennessee Ole Miss game. We're also going to go in-depth on the coaching. The some Not necessarily like coaching changes. There's a couple changes for sure. Mm-hmm. But there's one thing that I want to bring up as far as Kind of what a shitbag coach I think Stoops is <laughs> from Ken- from Kentucky doing what he did. Um, so anyway, real quick, this is the fan section brought to you for fans by fans from across the college landscape. From section 100, section 300, bleachers all the way down to the suites. Welcome everybody. If you want to get in our Twitter, the fan section is our Twitter handle. And also, if you have any questions or you want to get in the mailbag, the fan section one at gmail.com. So I wrote down a bunch of questions. Um, Obviously we'll do a recap episode of what was but and, and I don't want to dive too far into that but the questions arose and we can we can talk about maybe a little bit about the Tennessee Ole Miss game since we're going to be highlighting that. The the thing that I want to bring up is what happened after. And I don't know, did you see Do you, you catch the end of that game? Watch. Okay, okay. It was just a completely bananas. Yes. So the end of that game was awesome in the sense of like if you're an Ole Miss fan, yeah, if you're a Tennessee fan, no. A lot of people had Tennessee really high, right? Um, but Tennessee fans, so real quick, I want to go back to what Kirby Smart asked Georgia fans to be. He wanted you to be elite, meaning he wanted you to be respectful, loud, and just be yourselves, right? But with respect to the opponent, I don't think that trickled down to the rest of the SEC teams because what I saw Tennessee fans do potentially ruined, in my opinion, the Rushing the field, it ruined the safety of the players. It made you consider there's a lot of things that are in the woodwork right now at Tennessee. They got a fine. I don't know how much it is yet, but I do know that a fine is coming. Everybody was. There was people that were even calling for Tennessee not to host a game ever again. And I'm like, well, no, that's a little bit too far. But, I mean, when you get hit in the head with a golf ball, Elaine Kiffin, you know what I mean, and you hold it up to the refs, and it takes the last, what, realistically last, like, I felt like it was the last minute of that game, 30 minutes, you Mm -hmm. kill all the momentum. I mean, go back to one of the Super Bowls against the Falcons and Patriots. The lights went off, and what happened? The Patriots started rolling. You know what I mean? The Falcons were destroying. I just think that, obviously, Tennessee fans, a couple of you are really good and really cool, but a few of you ruined it for the majority of those people that are really good and really cool. Do you have any, like, thoughts on that, man? Uh, Oh, I just
1: looked up real quick. It looks like... $250,000 $250,000 fine okay. to the University of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And and I quote, Tennessee must, quote, use all available resources in addition, including security, stadium, and television video, mm-hmm. to identify individuals who threw objects on the playing field or <laughs> at the opposing team.
0: Okay, I think that punishment fits the crime for sure. I mean, they have video now. They have people probably with their phones on TikTok. You were able to see what was going on. Um, I just don't think that it was appropriate at all like there's no room in college football for that um storming the field is one thing i get it i mean i don't know if you saw the video of the girl storming field and she got a little too close to saving and got bulldozed by a security guard Mm -hmm. um but i mean obviously that's that's you take that in your own hands and that's gonna happen you know what i mean um but i i just i'm kind of disgusted like i've never really liked
1: Um, well it was kind of a an interesting you're the sec guy so you probably know this better than me but my understanding was Obviously, there's the history with Lane Kiffin. Yeah. Uh, who came in and then basically started a turnaround to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. He was the first coach after Phil Fulmer left. Yeah. And then he just abandoned ship. And mm-hmm. really, the program's been a disaster ever since. Yeah, he Mel Tucker'd him. <laughs> he did something very similar yeah. to what Mel Tucker did to Colorado. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, now, what my understanding is, I mean, Tennessee is a much different team this year, I think. Yeah. Than they have been. Much I improved. think they're much improved, much, much more improved. competitive. Uh, and I think the fans understand that. Mm-hmm. And so I think Tennessee kind of embraced the uh, the storyline, embraced the, hey, we're going to pack yep. the stadium to, you know, because it's Lane Kiffin mm-hmm. and this, they're making this big rivalry or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they checkerboarded the stadium. It was actually really cool. And yeah. I think it was one of the first sellouts there at Tennessee in quite a while. Um, now, when you do that, You know, some good and some bad comes in, right? Absolutely. You know, and so um, ultimately, you know, I've got to be honest about my bias. No, tell me. I can't, I can't stand Lincoln. Okay. He is just such a whiny, I just, I (laughs) mean he was acting like he was taking fire in Afghanistan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like,
0: bro. Yeah. I understand. Calm that. down. I mean, he like, didn't get head in a golf ball. Like that yeah, is pretty he got, serious. He the arm. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. But, I thought it was his head. You know what I mean? But, like, but, you know, whatever, either way, you're right. So I, I it, mean, it wasn't, yeah,
1: it's not appropriate. It wasn't right. No. Whoever did it should be held accountable. Exactly. But I mean, you remember it's listen, it's a fine line, especially in a contact sport, but you remember the malice in the palace. Yeah. When the Pistons were playing uh, Indiana. Indiana really?
0: the Pacers.
1: Up up in um up in the Palace in mm-hmm. Detroit. Mm-hmm. And the fan threw the water bottle on uh, and it was at,
0: Artest. And our test went after the other fan. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't even the
1: fan that threw it <laughs> Well, but there, it turned into complete chaos. Yeah, it was like, like it was actual street fights yeah. in, in between players and absolutely fans. So that's something you have to be very delicate about. Yeah. And so I understand dropping the hammer. And
0: you know, and these people probably need to be found, and held yeah. accountable for well, what they did. Well, people were bitching about how um, – who was it that stormed the field when they beat uh, – Texas A&M. Texas A&M. Alabama. So Texas A&M had to uh, – they got fined they for were that. Fine. And they were mm. bitching about that. But the fine was nowhere near $250,000. Mm. Yeah. So, like, obviously, the, the in my opinion, the, fun, the punishment does fit the crime. It's just frustrating mm. to see. Uh, but I love storming the field. Mm. I think that – honestly, like, I wanted Purdue to do it. Like, I really did after that upset of Iowa. Um, I think it's part of college. It's part of the game. I just think you can't take that away. But when it comes to fans being rowdy enough to throw things, and usually, like, students are kind of like. They police themselves a lot of times, so they really are a little bit smarter. But, like, maybe it was just all boiled over to the point where it was like, you know, it, just fuck this guy. We're tired of him. We're, you know. Well, but also, you took the loss. There, like, you know, it, there. And the way you lost.
1: There were, there were some. Big missed calls. There were some things that happened Mm -hmm. that, you know, just as I was watching it, where you're kind of going, man, you know, Tennessee's kind of getting a little bit hosed here. Yeah. Um, You know, and and then the frustration of, I mean, I can't tell you, we'll talk in the recap more about this, but I can't tell you how many times it was third and a mile. Yeah, and Matt Corral is about to get sacked. He pops out and runs for twenty five yards. It does what Matt
0: Corral does. I mean, it,
1: yeah. uh, so the emotion is high. Yeah, you know it, what? What I think is insane, honestly, about it is after this went down, and all this whole outburst. It was. It was as if the Tennessee fans were like, you know, we've lost. F this, you know, whatever. Yeah. Tennessee still had a chance to win the game after that. They did. They got the ball, Hendon Hooker. Anyways, we'll get into that yeah, in the yeah, recap. But, absolutely. But they ended up having – they had to clear all these people out of the stands. 30
0: minutes. It was a 30-minute 30 30 30 yeah. wait. I mean, that's, that's what yeah, I think. That's, it's not, that's not okay, and it, no. it should be penalized. Agreed, agreed. Um, yeah, so uh, I, we're, I think we're on the same page for that. But I, I don't
1: – I'm not crying – crocodile tears over Lane. No, 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 I'll no. no.
0: Right I, I'm more worried about this, the safety of, like, you know, the college landscape itself. Like, keeping players safe is a big thing for me, keeping um, coaches safe, keeping students safe, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you said, the last thing you'd want is a is a 350-pound lineman to fucking, you know, hit the stands and just start going nuts on, mm-hmm. like, three, four dudes, you know what I mean? So, uh, but uh, we de- I think we're well, definitely... Who was it? In, in the- who was the Oregon running back? Oh, yeah, um... Garrett blunt Garrett blunt yes yeah, after took, Boise beat smacked Oregon, him, dude.
1: and the dude, the, I mean, the dude was yelling in his ear like he was a boy, and he yeah. was like, "No, I'm a man," and here comes
0: my fist. Yeah, and 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 Le, he got suspended for like what the happened, rest of the season. Look what happened to Garrett Blunt. He was a first round or potential first round pick, and he got picked in I think like the fifth or sixth round. Yeah, he went on to have a good career. He, he has, yeah, he's he's had a decent career but in it's Newland, like, But it's like, it's like, hey. You know? Yeah. It, it takes it's one like, thing.
1: It's like they say about Twitter. You know? It's like you say things on there that you would not say to a grown man's
0: face. Exactly. And that's, exactly. you know... The keyboard warrior for sure. Yeah. Um, but real quick, speaking of warriors, um, some people... We're going to move into the coaching phase of this short. And I think that all, obviously all coaches are warriors in their sense. So they go to your you know kid's house, sit on your couch, they... You give them responsibility of a kid, whatever. I have nothing but the utmost respect for him. I want to talk about what's going on in Washington State real quick. Rolovich got mm-hmm. fired, and I found this out this morning when I was kind of watching, um, you know, some ESPN stuff, and I was like, whoa. And like, this is where I hate it when politics gets involved in sports. Mm-hmm. I really do. I just can't stand it in the sense of you can't this is our world. to stay out of it and just watch you know what i mean like just 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 watch on tv oh. you have really no right to be here it, that's my opinion on you know politics comes to sports Ooh. um and it has and we're starting to see that and i wonder if this is going to be the first of many states are starting to mandate certain states are starting to mandate the the covid vaccine or vaccination um and now we're seeing that coaches are being fired over it. And it wasn't just Rolovich. It was a lot of his assistants as well. Four, four assistants yeah. mm-hmm. you know, that um, were fired as well. So obviously there's a vacancy at Washington State, you know, which uh, nobody foresaw. You know, I think I, we might have called that actually had he not had a good year. No, it's not
1: based on performance. No, 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 they're, no. They're actually having a pretty good season by exactly. their standards. Exactly, exactly. Um, my understanding was that it's it was kind of like the situation with Kyrie, yeah. to be honest, where,
0: yeah.
1: where the team – well, I don't know. I mean, basically, it wasn't the team or no. the league that no. said you have to get the it shot. Was the, it it was, was the municipality. Yeah. And so, it you the know, Washington the State, it, the, the governor, Inslee, up there says, hey, all, all employees, state employees, have to have the shot. Yeah. Well, that includes the head football yeah. coach of Washington State. And he... Um,
0: you know, he, he said he no. And his, yeah, and so or for whatever reason, you know what I mean. Like we don't know. I'm not going to pretend. I'm, I don't know. I'm not. We're not insiders. Yeah, we don't pretend to be. Yeah, I mean, all I, all we I, know we're not is, trying to be political. Exactly. So, and all we know is just what we hear. You know what I mean? And Rolla, today got got. I got, will yeah, say. I will say fired. not to be political. I'm not. I don't want to yeah. be political here, but I want to talk culture.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And I talked. We talked about this last year, when you have the the Big Ten and the Pac-12 yeah. decide that they're going to cancel the season. And 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 we know not for a second would that have ever happened in the SEC. No. And and you know we we had Arizona State just lost this last weekend to um, Utah. Mm-hmm. So now there's only one team in the Pac-12 who doesn't have at least two losses. Yeah. You're out of the playoff picture. Yeah. Oregon plays UCLA this coming weekend. Mm-hmm. They could easily lose that. And then I'm, we talked about. I mean, you're basically uh, Division Two of the Mountain West Conference. <laughs> and so my my point so is brutal. like. It's, you know, for better or for worse, yeah. in the Pac-12, this is the life I live. I'm a CU fan, okay? In the Pac-12, football is not preeminent. If, if first of all, if Rolovich was at a university in the SEC, the state wouldn't have mandated this, first, yeah. first of all, yeah. but because they haven't. But second of all, there's no way, if you're coaching well, yeah. that an SEC school would fire you over something that has nothing to do with your coaching. Yeah, unless it's you know, we unless it's we don't legal. Know.
0: I think you're right. I think if Washington State was ranked fourth in the country, uh, they're going to be like, okay, we'll give you to this time. You I, know what I mean? Well, me I don't it. know. I don't.
1: But, I don't. I don't agree with that. I don't. Th- the Pac-12 is different, man. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, you're right. I mean, the they Pac-12 were also one of the
0: last ones to, to start playing right during the COVID. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, and the and the I'm just saying the yeah. the mentality for better
1: or for worse, mm-hmm. the mentality in the SEC. When they say it just means more, that's a fact. Yeah. It's not any surprise or secret that the SEC has won whatever eight of the last fourteen or twelve national titles yeah, yeah. because it does mean more there. It does. And here in the in the Pac twelve, I almost said the Mountain West, uh-huh. here in the Pac twelve, we're over here not worrying about national championships, we're worrying about who's got a vaccine and whether we should play or not. Yeah. Like this so from the very jump, you're you're not you're not in contention. That's yeah. just – that's the conference that we're I wonder in, if it's frustrating. I
0: wonder if it's more along the lines of the Pac-12 commissioners trying to make everybody happy so their hands are kind of tied in the sense. I don't really want to – Well, all the other coaches yeah. have, have gotten the vaccine.
1: Yeah. So, so he is, the,
0: is yeah. the only one. Yeah. But, so, uh, I mean, then they probably – I mean, better or worse, they made an the example, and they said this is how it has to be in the Pac-12. Um, well, it wasn't just him. Like, yeah. Like you said. Exactly. And I'm sure there were other employees that are not football-related. No. You know, so it, I, it is yeah. what it is. And I'm sure that too – um. So, I know so that's that, a job opening. Yeah, that is a job opening, and there's there's another spot that we just heard about. Um, it's been pretty much in the mainstream media all week. Um, I was really shocked that it came after they beat Florida. Yeah. But Ellis. But at the same time, we heard rumblings uh, Edo is possibly out. Um. Edo would have been. It would have been easier for them to kind of make the move had they lost to Florida, which is what everybody was expecting. Um, but yeah, Edo Geron is officially going to be officially out at the season's end. But he does have in his contract that he has to make at least one appearance once a month at LSU moving forward. So really? that's kind of weird to me. I mean, he he came for on. Boosters he did, or something? Or? I don't know. I, I mean, maybe Ooh. maybe that's their way of like honoring him because they won a national title. But, yeah, it's one of those things where in the contract that he signed to basically resign at the end of the season, he has to make one appearance once a month at LSU. Um, and, it, honestly, he's he's known to be a defensive line coach. Like, a lot of people don't realize that about him. He was a defensive line coach for a very long time. Maybe that's what it is, just to kind of pop his head in and be like, hey, guys, this is what you should do. But I feel like he'd also be stepping on the toes of the new coach. And I want to say yeah, that's that, really interesting. Yeah, it's weird. Um, but it's LSU. They're kind of doing things that you're just like, what? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Maybe because they're scrambling because they just won that national title not too long ago that they want to get back and they want to stay prominent in the SEC. They don't want to become like where Arkansas was a few years ago or even where South Carolina is now. You know what I mean? Like I think that would be the worst thing for LSU because LSU is still known as relative powerhouse. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like They still put fear in teams that they play against. I mean, LSU is – regardless of what you think yeah they just they just destroyed florida so it's like all right cool and mullen in my opinion is someone who needs to be on the chopping block after that loss Mm -hmm. but um yeah so edo's out um my question is and there's been a lot of rumors of who obviously already who takes over athletic director's been you know you can reach out to people um but franklin up at penn state has been getting a lot of love for the USC job. And now he's getting ties to the LSU job. And I figured just because it's Penn state um, and it's also Franklin Mm -hmm. that he was getting love before the, before the beginning of the season for potential openings and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I don't really know if he has, I don't think he has any ties to LSU, Mm -hmm. but if you're in the big 10 right now, especially at Penn state, you're like, okay, I struggle beating Ohio state. I struggle beating Michigan. I struggle beating Michigan state. Penn state is always there, but they're not. They're any given year they could go undefeated and they can be in the playoff, but like chances are pretty slim. You're probably gonna take you're looking at always kind of a two-loss year, right? Yeah, they haven't been they've won the Big Ten, but they have not been in the playoffs. With the type of recruits that Franklin can bring in, I think Franklin would be absolutely perfect at LSU because you can win the West relatively easy because Alabama, as we've seen, is down a little bit. I'm not saying they're going to stay down forever. Arkansas is kind of on the rise, but they're Arkansas. Like, they're kind of one of those teams. that They're like a Penn State in the SEC. They're for sure going to take probably three or four losses. You know what I mean? Oh, I wouldn't make that comparison at all. No, no, just on the rise. Just on the rise. I'm talking, like, what Pittman has going Uh in in Arkansas. Obviously, I know I'm way higher on Arkansas than you have. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I'm just saying that, like, Franklin might see Arkansas as a Penn state team. Like when he first got there, start building it up. I wonder if he would accept the challenge of LSU.
1: Well, so, I mean, the first thing I think
0: is, I I do
1: think ultimately that James Franklin wants to leave Penn state. Yeah. Because every year in that division, you had got to go through Ohio state, Mm -hmm. Michigan state, Michigan last year, Indiana was very good. Yeah. In that just in your division. Yeah. You know, um, so that's I mean you don't want to be in that division in football. Yeah. But are you going to leave that division in football to join the division that has Alabama, Ole Miss, who's really on the rise, Auburn, and Texas A&M?
0: Knowing that Ole Miss <laughs> won't unless. Spencer in Arkansas, Rale- you mentioned. Unless Spencer Rattler transfers to Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin makes him what Matt Corral is this year, I'm not worried about Ole Miss. If I'm Franklin and I'm not really worried, I, the only team I'm worried about is Alabama mm-hmm. and you get them at home every other year. And I know that the recruits that I'm about to have follow me from Penn State to, to LSU to play in the SEC because it, where it just means more.
1: Matt Corral's um, going to the NFL. Right?
0: Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Unless Spencer Rattler transferred, Ole Miss has nobody. Like there's not a quarterback that's on the elite level behind him. There's not a five star four star. Um, I think James Franklin is an outstanding coach. you would be very lucky to get him. If I'm the athletic director, I'm like, all right, dude, here's a blank check. You just put how many zeros you want, mm-hmm. and I'll give you 10 years. And if – honestly, all I, I, I expect next year to you win at least three games. After that, I will expect you to win five. And then after that, we can talk and see where we're kind of sitting. But I'm going to be realistic. I'm not going to say national championship by year three. You know what I mean? Like, because you still I, have uh, Alabama. It's the
1: SEC, man. Yeah.
0: I mean – Ed
1: O'Gron just won the national championship because he struck
0: lightning in a bottle with Joe potentially Burrow. Potentially <laughs> had the best team in college football yeah, history and look just at all the, years ago. The, look at all the sanctions that LSU is now facing that's because true. of that. So that's why I'm saying, like, well, let, let, me,
1: let me ask you something. I, <laughs> okay, you mentioned Matt Corral is gone. Oh yeah. How about this one? You ready? Mm-hmm. Lane
0: Kiffin to LSU. LSU. Oh my God. Then he's going to get more golf balls thrown at him at Ole Miss. (laughs) (laughs) He's
1: the kind of dirtbag. He just bounces? Well, I mean, (laughs) the only reason I would see Lane Kiffin
0: definitely saying is if Matt Corral was coming back. No, Matt Corral's probably – I mean, I have him as my – it's kind of one of those things where – and I want to do this as a short, but I've got Ritter in that list. I've got Carson Strong in that list. I've got Corral in that list. Um, Yeah, so – Crowell's gone. Like he's going to be a first round pick because there's going to be a greedy hungry team. Um, but yeah, it's it's no. Uh, what Lane Kiffin has at Ole Miss, and I think that contract that'd be unless LSU triples it, which could we've seen happen. I'm not saying it's out of the realm of possibility, but I'm saying that if he wants to kind of save any face, yeah, he stays at Ole Miss. I don't just, think he cares about. I think he's the really. Face. I think he's really going after Spencer Rattler. I really do. Yeah. 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 I, if I'm him, I'm I'm texting him every day. So I also saw a thing about. Well,
1: LSU needs to go get Jimbo Fisher.
0: Isn't he's got like a he's 12 hundred and
1: forty million dollar contract? No, yeah, it? he's.
0: I don't know what his contract is. I think but he I know. just got
1: an extension after last he's year. He's
0: super happy at a There's no way he's leaving. No, right? he's super happy. He yeah. loves what he's got building, and the class coming in is pretty solid as well too. There's there's good things coming, I think, in the future for AM. I know I had them kind of as overrated all year, um, but next year I, I can't really put them in that category. Well, they um, lost to Mississippi State. I know, but that so, next year, I think, is the t- is the yeah. year to watch. Um, but moving on, uh, like coaching-wise, so Edo's out. We talked about that. Um, I want to switch gears here and talk about another coach who's, who's not going anywhere, honestly, um, based on – Potentially going, he might get an he extension. Might, he, he probably likely will. I mean, they had if they win, if they go eleven and one, yeah, it's an extension. I don't see, I'm I i do not see more than one more. But loss let me ask you, you a question. Schedule. Let me ask you a question now. As if you were a coach and you, it's it's thirty to seven. Yeah. There's three seconds left in the clock. You're on the three, I think. Uh-huh. Are you calling a timeout to put nine seconds back on the clock? To try to score at that point? I, I mean, I guess you are if, if you're the Kentucky Blue. Oh, my God. Fucking, Bob <laughs> Stoops. All right. Mark dude, Stoops. Mark Stoops, both of them. They're both shitbags. <laughs> okay. Stoops, you're a shitbird for what you did. And I, I, I went on Facebook, I went on Twitter, and I said, that is the most stupid thing I've ever seen. It's and really... everybody was like, it's for momentum next week. Uh, there is no momentum. Yeah. And you know what happened? Karma bit you in the ass because the dogs blocked the field goal after the extra point attempt. Uh-huh. You can't tell me that the dogs were, weren't playing to minute zero or second zero. I get that. And well, Kentucky – and you can and make you the had, argument. Kentucky was playing. They're, defense, they're playing until the clocks are zero. You, you had
1: defensive backups in there. For yes. Sure, just it was the second like, string. Yeah.
0: Like, okay, I get it. But you're just showing me your character, man. Like, you're just trying to make the score look better than 30 – I mean, 30 to 7. Yeah, okay, that looks – Thirty to thirteen. It's we all know the story though. Like it's really thirty to seven. You only scored seven points, and that was in the second quarter. Well, like, and and I mean Georgia. I think even with giving this was an explosion
1: of points to be yeah, honest. Yeah. 14, <laughs> thirteen. I mean, even with them scoring that chintzy late. That is, I mean, that's kind of a it's that's kind of a dude code thing. It's kind of like a, you know, you it just or like you know. at, like it's kind of like at the end. Of a basketball game, you're down like 12 or
0: 10, and, and you they steal keep it? fouling yeah. you. Oh, yeah! yeah. They keep, it's
1: like, come on, the game's It'll, over. Or right? you,
0: or you, or you know, the team, the team has the ball with like three seconds left, and then the they're just kind of just wasting clock. the clock out. And, and you then think, you go and yeah. steal it and do a layup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's I mean, exactly a, what this it's was. Kinda, it's
1: kind of dude. and so you know, the way this is Remedy, it, you know, is next year. Georgia pounds Kentucky fifty
0: six to nothing. Well, yeah, and that's that's and they that's four, that's four touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and that's kind of where I want to end it as far as like, um, just just as if you're a Kentucky fan, don't be mad next year when Georgia runs up the score and leaves their starter in yeah. in the fourth quarter. Oh, honestly. people don't forget about this. No, no, no. And 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 if you want to if you want to ask South Carolina how it felt to tear up the hedges after they won, mm-hmm. ask them how they felt this year. Mm-hmm. Ask them how they felt last year. It's one of those things. It's just frustrating. But thank you so much for listening. This has been a fan section short. Uh, Tyson is back. I'm super excited, man. You bet. All right. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been the fan section.